I was ready to throw away every box that we did. We're we're not going to use. We're not going to need. Like especially for phones, the iPhone boxes. Now, if this is your first show, a couple. What was it last week? We talked about how Apple packaging is so good that we chronically keep it, even though we don't need it, and we never do anything with it. But it it even has its own like box for the boxes. It's not. Yeah, we have a box of boxes, but it's not just the Apple products. It's I th- for me. I think maybe there's a price point. Oh, for sure. If I spend more than. $200 on something, maybe I need to keep the box. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't okay. know. And then I, I, in my head, you know, we, the, we record the podcast on this, on this device from a company in Australia and we own two of them in case one of them goes bad. We have a backup. Mm-hmm. I have both boxes. Why? That's funny. I don't know. I have no idea. My laptop that I bought last year. Yeah. I have the box for that. Why? And people are going to say, well, if there's ever a problem with it and you got to mail it back in and blah, blah, blah. But you know what? I've probably owned in my lifetime, half a dozen laptops. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever mailed one anywhere ever. Yeah. Me either. You know? Yeah. So I was all set and ready to throw everything away. And then I got a DM on Instagram. That said. I sold one of the early edition iPhones. I think it was an actually an iTunes, you know, an iPod. I yeah. Pod, not pad, pod. Yeah. And because I had the original box, I got $200 more for it. Wow. Yeah. So I think unless you want to keep your phone forever and have it be like a collector's piece that you can someday sell and you have all the original packaging, then the value goes up. But if you're a person who gets a new phone every two or three years, then get rid of the packaging. You know what you should do? What? If you want to be that person, order an iPhone. Yeah. Just because. Never take it out of the plastic or out of the box and just put it somewhere. Well, that's, you know, with Star Wars toys, that's the big thing. Right. Like if you have an un a star if you have a Star Wars collectible that has never been opened, it's worth a gajillion bucks. Which has interest, always been interesting to me because what's the point? You know what I mean? Like, I get the point, but it's also like it can't be loved and used. And like, you know, I mean, it reminds me of we had Beanie Babies growing up. Yeah. Remember the Beanie Baby? Yes. Trip? We had so many. And I feel. I think before, as you. Before you finish that thought, I think in the attic, unless my dad's already gotten rid of them, in the attic of our house in Syracuse, mm-hmm. there's a case of Beanie Babies. Like, yeah. Like with a hundred of them in it. Yeah. So, um, And you I, couldn't take the tags off, right? Right. But I did because I feel very like, I feel sorry for stuffed animals, which is really dumb. You don't even know this. I feel sorry for stuffed animals and- so I would always take the tags off. So my kids hurting their ears. So we couldn't sell them, but they were so well loved. And I, you know. What do you mean you feel sorry for a stuffed animal? Like, <laughs> okay. So I brought some stuffed animals that used to be mine over to our house for Ellie. And um, I didn't like throw them in the trunk of my car. And then I didn't smush them in a box or anything. Cause I, I. 
Did you line them up in the back seat so they could? Well, I just get worried that they get like their feelings hurt or something. Like I have a stuffed animal that I don't really want, but I can't get rid of it because it makes me sad because then it's going to feel like abandoned and like it'll be like an orphan stuffed animal. Is it, do you feel bad when we give the dogs a stuffed- A little bit. A stuffed dog toy and they destroy it within one evening? A little bit, Hmm. but not as bad. Have you talked to your therapist about this yet? Uh, no. (laughs) The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. This episode is brought to you by Dinner Affair. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for two huge boxes that we had in our garage. Uh, they've been picked up and they're gone. So they didn't. They they belong to our landlord, and they got delivered here. And he came and picked them up yesterday. Jeff says huge. They're refrigerator doors. Yeah, they were big. I mean, they're. Yeah, and it's funny because when they were being delivered, I think the first time we weren't home and we came home and there was a refrigerator door it was on such our doorstep a and it's baggage. huge. It's huge and it's heavy, right? Yeah. So we're like, what the heck? And then another one showed up. And then the weirdest part is, so the refrigerator doors to our refrigerator and then our landlord took them away and put them in storage. Yeah. I'm like, it's just very odd. But I think he got it because the refrigerator when it was delivered, got dented. The door got dented. So he had them replaced. Okay. But it's not a dent. Like, I didn't even notice it. Like, I said to him, I said, you know, your refrigerator's working fine. And he's like, yeah, but they dented it when they delivered it, so they gave me new doors. Oh. So now he has... Two new refrigerator doors. Two new refrigerator doors. My name is Callie Dollar, and I'm grateful for heat and air. Uh, the reason, if you're new to the upside, we always get... Like there's seasons where new listeners show up and right after the first of the year is one of them. So if you're a longtime listener, you can probably do this by heart while we say it. If you're a new listener, we want to explain to you why we start every show saying what we're grateful for and why sometimes those things might seem silly, like being grateful for heating and air, being grateful that a box is out of your way seems not worthy of the start of a show, but it's important. It is important because we have been doing daily gratitude since 2015 and it has changed our lives. And the thing is, is that you can't be grateful for, I mean, I guess in theory you could something monumental every single day. It, it, when you start gratitude, you're like, Oh, I have all these big things to be grateful for. Maybe you don't, but probably, you know, you do. And then you're like, after two weeks, you're like, okay, I'm out of stuff. Well, I think it's easy to be grateful for your health Mm -hmm. or if you recover from a serious illness for your recovery or for a family member's health or for a promotion, a promotion, a raise, finding a $20 bill in your pocket when you're doing laundry. All that stuff is easy to be grateful for. But the beautiful thing about gratitude is no matter what your situation and circumstance or how boring or still your life is at that moment, there's always something to be grateful for. And the small things matter. And finding the small things makes you realize 
what you have instead of what you don't have. So, you know, heating and air like today, I noticed um, I was turning the heat on in Ellie's room and I'm like, you know what? That's pretty neat that I can just, you know, I can think it's too cold or think it's too hot. And then I just click two buttons and then right. it's all better for her and it's perfect. Like what a luxury. Um, so 100, you, 150 years ago, you've been carrying heated bricks know, up to right. her room and putting them under her crib. We'd all be sleeping crib. in the same room, yeah. right. Um, so anyways, it, the I think there's huge power in the little things because the little things help you really get in touch with what you have. And what I don't think we say enough, if you are one of those people who have listened for a long time and heard this speech more than once, I don't think we have done a good enough job encouraging people to give that speech to other people who might be having a bad day or who might be having going through a rough patch in life or who might be struggling with, with, with an obstacle or, a, a, you know what I mean? Uh, something when something, when there's a blip in their, in their matrix, I think part of this community is not just living in gratitude, but spreading the word about it. Mm -hmm. So if you, if you are a believer like we are and you see somebody struggling, it might be worth just encouraging them to every day for a week, find something tiny to be grateful for. And I guarantee you every single day, they'll, they'll just feel a tiny bit better. And then once it happens for a week or two, they'll start to realize the power that gratitude has. Now, that doesn't mean... If someone's like best friend passes away, you're like, right. well, you know what? You should be grateful. Yeah. Like, please don't do that. Yeah. Um, but if you know someone that's struggling and is looking for some sort of hope and, you know, coming to you looking for that yeah. hope, gratitude is a very small, very easy, very free thing to do. Um, and it will change your life inside of, I would say, 60 days. And I think um, it's worth noting that a lot of people do spread the gratitude message. And for that... If we're the ones who introduce you to it, thank you for spreading it. And if we're just part of your gratitude lifestyle, thank you for including us. So that's why we say random gratitude things every day. I am kind of anxious is the wrong word. Dreading. I don't know. I'm something. Ellie has her first round of shots today. And I don't like seeing her in pain. It yeah, you can't even physically put, hurts my heart. She, you can't even let a stuffed animal have a tag through its ear. How are you going to see your tiny little baby, your flesh and blood get stabbed with a needle? I just, oh, it's probably way worse for me than it is for her. And I just, I don't want to see it. I don't want to watch it. Like, it, is it going to bother you at all? Um, I don't think so. If she does that cry where she cries so. Oh, I'm fully preparing for her to do the lung clearing cry. <laughs> oh my gosh. The lung clearing cry is the worst because it's so helpless. And she cries until her little lungs can't breathe anymore. And then she's like. <gasps> and she just putters out like an old car. Oh my gosh. It's so sad. Does every baby do that? To, is every parent listening know exactly what cry we're talking about? Because I don't think I had ever heard it before mm -hmm. because it's like the it's like the last you know like the baby starts fussing 
and no, like, oh, you know what it's like? It's like when you have been underwater for too long and you come up and you're gasping. No, for I'm not explaining what it sounds like. I'm, oh. I'm like saying when it happens, it's like the baby's fussy. Right. And then you're like, oh, okay, what's wrong? You check the diaper or whatever. And you're like, oh, you must be hungry. And then you walk into the kitchen with the baby and that like there's the buildup, the cry is getting worse and this cry is getting worse. And then all of a sudden, like, it's just like the baby decides to take every ounce of energy she has and just push it out of her lungs. And it's the saddest sound Oh my gosh, the planet. it's so sad. It breaks my heart. I, I wonder if every baby does that. But I don't know, maybe I'll surprise myself, but I'm really not looking forward to it. Do you want to step out of the room during the actual shot portion? No, because I want her to know that it's not a big deal. And, you know, like I won't let her see my fear. Oh, nice. You know what I mean, though? Yeah. Like, Because we do things all – like, I feel like we put so many of our stresses and anxieties on kids, and if it's not a big deal to us, then – Yeah. Whatever. Right. Have you seen those videos online of the doctors who pride themselves on giving shots to kids? The kids are usually older, like toddlers, mm -hmm. but they pride themselves on being able to give shots to kids without the kid even realizing what's happening. There's a great Instagram account that I follow. Yes, I've seen that. Yeah. Um, called Big Little Feelings. Yeah. And do you follow that yet? Um, you've sent me some of their stuff. I don't it's, think I follow it's it. It's really but. great, but they have a, they like sell little mini courses or whatever. And one of them is how to approach, approach shots with your kid. Yeah. Um, to get a, oh, it's no big deal session. You know what I mean? Like yeah. session with the doctor to get shots. And apparently like people, I always see them repost people that are like, oh my gosh, my kid's always like a scream, like a crazy screamer when they get shots and they didn't cry at all. And. It's something in the way you prepare them and then yeah, you get them a little don't push your anxieties on them. Get them a little drunk. Oh, my gosh. Right? No. Going tipsy? No. I, speaking of shots, I was so excited to see this news story. I've seen two of them now because I, I shared the first one on social media and then somebody sent me a second one that doctor's offices and pharmacies who have the COVID vaccine, mm -hmm. if they – actually, I've heard of three proper stories of it happening now, now that I think of it. If they are vaccinating a group of people, they have to take a certain number of vaccines out of the fridge. Mm -hmm. And once they've gotten to room temperature, they can't be recooled and they must be used. Mm -hmm. So instead of destroying the vaccinations or throwing them out, they are calling people and saying, how quickly can you get here? because they're trying to vaccinate as many people as possible. Mm -hmm. And I am guessing that's probably a violation of some rule or regulation on some level. And with that being said, I would like to applaud those people for doing what's right outside of what's recommended. You know? What do you mean what's right? Like throwing away the vaccine or letting it go to waste because you're following a rule doesn't – That's we're in a situation where the rules have to be bended. Bended? Bent. Bent. Bended. Why can't I think of that word? I have no idea. That was bent. weird. <laughs> um, where the rules have to be bent um, in the spirit of the bigger picture. You know, mm -hmm. and I just, I, I just appreciated 
reading that. It just was another glimmer of hope. And the stories that I read were um, one, there's a couple of them. One was a town in somewhere like Washington State where the freezer actually broke. Oh, my gosh. And they just started calling everybody in town, like did a phone tree. Call you, call your cousins. Here's Get down here. We have to use this yes, within do that. X amount of hours. Um, and then the story out of D.C., which was the pharmacy who was giving it to first responders, mm -hmm. and they had like 20 extra. Mm -hmm. So they just started offering it to customers who happened to be around. And right here in Georgia, somebody's son got vaccinated because – his girlfriend works, his live-in girlfriend works at a medical facility mm -hmm. and they had no shows at their vaccination day. Yeah. So they, they said, you can call the family that you live with and get them vaccinated as well. And I just thought that was, you know, good and cool. Gives you a little hope. It's just, I'm just excited. I'm just. I'm excited too. Yeah. I wrote on there. I said, you know what they need to do? I shared on Instagram. I'm like, where do I sign up for a wait list? Because I'll carry around one of those Olive Garden blinking pagers. <laughs> ready. That thing goes off. I will rush to the You're hospital. You're there. You'll yes. leave Ellie at home and yep. just like jump over to CVS or wherever they're giving him. Yep. I was thinking a lot about the new year. And here's the thing. So we've had several days of cleaning up our holiday decor. Now we have probably what, six boxes of stuff. I mean, we have like, it's a process to take it down. Um, cause it's not just the tree. It's like a tree, but then there's, you know. Yeah. Stuff. I don't think we have nearly, I look at some of these houses, like rich people houses mm -hmm. and look at the de decorations they have outside. Mm -hmm. They must have entire rooms of their basement devoted You'd have to. To just holiday decorations. Yeah. Or rooms I mean, of their house. So much. I mean, like, yeah. So I don't comparatively, I don't I think we have a pretty we have we haven't our stuff is nicely condensed. It it definitely is. But my point is is that it's a process to take this stuff down. And I was thinking um about the process of what we have done every year for the past two years. And that is we take stuff down, we sort through it, we donate, you know, what isn't used and just taking up space and causing frustration. Mm -hmm. We wrap up nicely, like the stuff that, you know, we care about and, you know, whatever. Yep. And we also have some like sentimental ornaments that we never use, but we keep it there because, you know, uh -huh. we like having them and it feels good and whatever. We pack all that stuff up and then we put it away or we donate it. And I was thinking about how with the new year, there comes all of this hope about what the new year is going to bring. However, to really have that hope and for it to work in your favor, you have to deal with the stuff, the stuff that you carry. They, Before you go into that new year. The stuff that you carry that you no longer use or that no longer serves a purpose. It's not. you Because can, you want to carry the good stuff from year to year. It's not even the good stuff. You want to carry the lessons. Like the lessons would be the things like, you know, holiday decorations. Like, you know, maybe you're not using them all the time, but they are important things and you pack them up and you set them on a, you know, 
on a shelf or whatever. And I think that to really have hope and to reap the benefit of having hope, you have to let go of things that don't serve you and are really just a constant pain in your neck. Like, and like to me, the equivalent, like if we're talking about boxing up the holiday decorations, holding on to things that are out of your control and not dealing with them and whatever is like packing up your Christmas ornaments, putting them in a plastic bin and leaving it in your doorway. And every time you open your door and walk in your house, you stub your toe. It's annoying. You don't like seeing it there. It's collecting dust. It irritates you every time you come home and it hurts a little bit. Get rid of the dang box. And another analogy using, because you know I love a good analogy, something else you can, another way to talk about it is the, the stuff that you don't get rid of, that you just stuff in a box and think, oh, I'll deal with it n- next time. Mm-hmm. When you open that box the next year, you're going to have those like that negativity, right? So when you, if you just stuff stuff away and you don't deal with it, like you don't get rid of it, Mm -hmm. when it comes back, it's going to bring you the stress that you had. It's not going anywhere. The stress and the pain and the resentment and all of that, it doesn't go anywhere. Even if you pack it away, if you're not, you know, if we're sticking with this metaphor, if you're not donating it, if you're not getting out of your house, it is going to be there whenever it's going to pop up, it's going to cause confusion. It's going to keep you from things that, you know, you deserve in your life. And I think for 2020, a big thing that people need to like either work through with a therapist and like a, or like some sort of professional, because some stuff is really hard to unpack, um, and get rid of, get help. But I think the big key word from 2020 that I think a lot of people are going to struggle to get rid of is resentment resentment over a lot of things that maybe happened last year. And I I said this on my Instagram, but it may be things that you don't even know, like that. I mean, that nobody else knows. So it may be that your spouse lost your, lost their job and everybody's like, Oh no, that stinks. And it's such a hard time and whatever. And you're thinking in your head, I'm really irritated that they haven't gotten off the couch in a month. Yeah. That's not, you know what I mean? And uh-huh. you haven't said it out loud because it sounds kind of selfish, but there may be things like that that you're holding on to. You have got to figure out how to offload them and get them out of your house, or you cannot move on um, and get everything you deserve moving forward. And it's just going to kill all of the hope that you feel. Um, is pretty much just like a new year high, and then it wears off, and then all the crap that you didn't deal with is still going to be there. 2021 is the year to build better habits. Not only lose weight, but just get healthier overall. Weight is just one way to measure your health. There's scores of, of different stats that you can use. One way to keep track of some of those is with Adara Smart Scale and the FitTrack app. Here's the deal. This scale, through the amazing technology that exists in the world today, I'm not even going to try to explain how it works because I don't completely understand it, but this scale is able to measure 17 vital health metrics, weight plus 16 others, including body mass index, hydration, muscle mass, and so much more. And they keep track of all this in an app on your phone. Nobody sees it or knows it but you. That way you can see your progress week over week over week. And that is motivating and encouraging. The FitTrack is all about measuring health, 
not just wait. You can build better habits and see results quickly. You can have up to eight people using the scale, each with their own app. So nobody will see your information. It all appears just in, in the phone of the person who's using it, right? So everything's super private. You can stop measuring weight and start measuring health with FitTrack. Go to FitTrack.com slash upside. You'll take 50% off your order and you can save an additional 10% right now for a limited time. That's GetFitTrack.com slash upside. G-E-T-F-I-T-T-R-A-C-K.com slash upside. And you will save 50% plus an additional 10%, but that is a limited time offer. GetFitTrack.com slash upside. Third Love wants you to find your perfect fitting bra. They have used the measurements of millions of women to design bras with all day comfort and support. And this is a really unique company um, when we talk about sizing because they have half sizes, which I had never heard of. And, um, you know, I've been wearing the same bra size forever, right? Well, I took the third love fit finder quiz and in third love bras, I'm actually a half size, which I had never known before. And I went with their recommendation. I ordered the third love bra that they told me the, the size I would be. And the fit is amazing. So amazing that I got rid of all of my old bras to replace them with third love. And I've never looked back. They're so comfortable. The t-shirt, the classic t-shirt bra is my absolute favorite. You are going to love this brand. Third Love knows there's a perfect bra for everyone. So right now they're offering upside listeners 20% off your first order. Go to thirdlove.com slash upside now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 20% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash upside for 20% off today. I think the word of the year for 2021 is hope, right? We can all see an end to this chaos in sight sometime this year. And I, for me, I, that means it's time to get off my butt and start getting into shape. I know there's a lot of people who used quarantine to get healthy and work out and eat better. I'm not one of those people. But now that there is a light at the end of the tunnel, time to get started. So I'm activating my Thrive Market membership and using it to replace all of the unhealthy snacks in my house with healthier options. You can do that too. You never even have to set foot into a store. Just go to thrivemarket.com slash upside, get your membership, and you're going to get high quality, healthy, and sustainable products delivered right to your door. Of course, the healthy foods and snacks all sorted by diet type, like if you're doing paleo or keto or gluten-free or vegan, all of those sorted by that type of diet, but also stuff for a non-toxic home if you're trying to get healthy that way, and beauty products delivered right to your door for free if your order is more than 49 bucks. You got to go to thrivemarket.com slash upside and get your membership today. You'll get 25% off your first order and a free gift. T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash upside to get 25% off your first order and a free gift. That's thrivemarket.com slash upside. Today's quote of the day is, Every day, there are 1,440 minutes. That means we have 1,440 daily opportunities to make a positive impact. Here are my three random things for today brought to you by our friends at Brown & Company Jewelers. Uh, number one, is popcorn healthy? The answer is yes. It's actually more healthy than researchers thought it was. Uh, eating popcorn is one of the healthiest snack habits you can have because it's filled with fiber. It also has antioxidants 
more antioxidants than some fruits and vegetables, and the types of antioxidants that have might even help you fight cancer. So if you're looking for a snack, popcorn is the way to go. Now, microwave popcorn, I could live without. If I open a bag of that skinny pop stuff. The whole thing. Oh, my gosh. I'm eating the whole bag. It is so good, but it's subtly good because there's just like that little yeah. bit of salt in there that keeps you wanting more. Oh, I will eat the whole bag. There will be no popcorn on the planet better than when I was growing up, we had a kettle like a pot. Mm -hmm. My parents would make popcorn by putting just like a teaspoon of oil mm -hmm. in this pot and then pouring the kernels in it mm -hmm. and putting the lid on and like shaking it and letting it, you know, cook up. And for whatever reason, that popcorn was the best popcorn on the planet. And, and I can, I can see that the kettle they used in my head. My mom used to do that all the time until she had like gum surgery and now she can't eat popcorn. Um, but she used to do that when I was a kid, like every other night. Yeah. And she would also like put Parmesan cheese on it and stuff like that. I never loved it. You, the real oh, popcorn. So good. Mm. I might actually try to make popcorn like that this week. So good. The dogs will help you eat it. And then you have so put salt on it. Oh, it's so great. Uh, if you, uh, have weight loss as one of your new year's resolutions, listen up. This is from the American journal of clinical nutrition. If you simply switch to water from any drink that contains sugar, you just make that switch. You will lose five pounds within 30 days. Wow. Yep. Uh, that simple change, uh, is obviously replacing calories with water, but water helps you feel fuller. And drinking a glass of water before a meal can also increase weight loss significantly because mm. it makes you feel fuller. Uh, and then my third random thing is, and I'm, this is all, by the way, this was a category. It had to do with nutrition. Oh, I like the categories. Uh, my third random thing is uh, if you are trying to lose weight, but you just can't give up French fries. Somebody did a study to find out which ones are the healthiest. And steak fries, the big ones. Oh, those are my favorite. Those are the healthiest because um, they have a little bit less fat than shoestring or curly fries because they don't have as much surface area to absorb oil. Um, and by the way, if you got an air fryer for Christmas, French fries in the air fryer, game changer. You, is that how you made me steak fries? Yes. Yeah, they're really good. We use our air fryer. We use it every single day at this point, don't we? Um, It's, it, yeah. It's kind of changed your life. It's such a great, it's so great because it's all the joys of the, if, if you are a smaller family, like for example, we have, um, dinner rolls in the freezer and we were having dinner the other night and, and I wanted a dinner roll with it. You just put it in the air fryer. You don't have to warm up your entire oven. You have to heat up your entire oven. You just take like the frozen dinner roll out. You put it in there. Um, what else do we have? That obnoxiously large box of mozzarella sticks. <laughs> we just reach in and you can grab like four mozzarella sticks and throw them in the air fryer. You don't have to heat up the whole oven. You're not microwaving them. They don't get all soggy. Also reheating pizza. So good. Chicken tenders. Yeah, we made uh, we Jeff made amazing chicken tenders. Outstanding chicken tenders. I've baked cookies in there before. Have you? Yeah, those take and bake, those break, break and bake, mm -hmm. break and bake cookies from uh, Toll House. I have 
taking those and you just put them on a piece of parchment paper in there. Mm-hmm. So it's so great. It's so Can you believe great. that we had an air fryer for like the year when we had our house in South Carolina and it just sat there and we never used it? Never once used Are it. Are you mad at yourself? Yes. That would have been good for like wings and stuff. Yes. And it's healthier too. Wasted. Wasted up. I mean, I think I would venture to get, oh, by the way, like frozen French fries, tater tots, that Alexia brand of tater tots that we like. Oh, it's so good. If you have not found this brand, we buy ours at what? Fresh Market. Uh-huh. And they have like, it's is it sour cream? The flavor, tots? sour cream and black pepper. Oh my gosh, so good. So anyways, those are my three random things and also get an air fryer. All right, I've started, I've already started something in 2021 that I'm so excited about. I am going to try to send a no reason gift to a person every month in the year 2021. I love that. And this isn't like a giant elaborate gift, but do you remember last year we randomly got, I think it was around Halloween, a a box of cookies from our friend Andrew for no reason. Yes. Mm -hmm. He just sent a cookie bouquet Mm -hmm. and you said, hey, thinking of you guys. And it, it was like, what? Why? And it was awesome. Yeah. And that had such an impact on me because it was just a nice gesture. Didn't cost him any mo- a ton of money. And I thought about him every time I had a cookie for like that week. It was so great. So I made, I thought of it then and I said, you know what? I'm going to do that every month in the year 2021. And so I started yesterday. I'm not going to tell you who it was because I think they listened to the show or what I sent. But I sent my first one, and now the endorphins from it feel great. Yeah? Yes. That's such a cute idea. And it wasn't, it's not an expensive gift at all. It's just a token. Yeah. But it's something, it's a box that they will get in the mail. So it's just an idea. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Today's episode was brought to you by Dinner Affair, the official meal kit for families. Visit dinneraffair.com slash upside for your exclusive discount. We have a really funny voicemail <laughs> at the end of the show from Maggie, who's my assistant, and she cracks me up. She texted me the other day after she left the message because we don't cuss on the show mainly just because, like, you know, we know that we have friends that listen with their kids around and stuff like that. And, you know, we're just trying to be respectful. Um, but <laughs> she texted me three days ago and said this. Wait a minute, I left a voicemail for the Yelp thing on the show since my parents own a restaurant, but I said because people are blank at the end. Then I said blank after that because I cussed. (laughs) So she cussed. Then she cussed because she cussed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I left it, I, I beeped out the cuss words. But I left her voicemail in there because I think you can still hear, <laughs> you can you can still detect the emotion of the passion building up to the first cuss word. And then when the second one happens, like the defeat is the second one happens. And then she just hangs up. Well, because you can't delete voicemails no. here. So she was just like, oh, well, here I am. Yep. And game over. Hey, guys. I just had to call you. I'm listening to today's episode, and you're talking about the squirrel attack on that poor lady. And I just have to tell you, as a kid, I had a dream that I was being chased by squirrels. And my whole life, pretty much, I have just, 
steered clear of squirrels because of that dream. It traumatized me. But I kind of got over that fear when I went to college. I went to UGA and there are squirrels all over campus and they come really close to people because they're used to the campus being busy. And so I kind of got over that fear as an adult and now hearing this story, I, I feel like I'm reverting and I need to go buy a shovel for when I go on walks. So thank you for reigniting my fear of killer squirrels. Thanks. Love you. Bye. Make your mark in the new year with comfortable, washable, and sustainable shoes and bags from Rothy's. Rothy's is a brand that I love to support, and there are so many cool things about them. First of all, they make their products out of recycled water bottles. So these are water bottles that would have otherwise wound up in a landfill, and they have turned them into comfortable shoes and bags. You can feel really good about where your money is going because you are taking those water bottles out of the landfill and making them into something practical and comfortable. To date, they've transformed over 70 million bottles into beautiful shoes, handbags, and face masks. You can feel good about where your money is going when you shop with Rothy's. Check out all the amazing shoes, bags, and masks available right now at rothys.com slash upside. That's rothys.com, R-O-T-H-Y-S.com slash upside. Style and sustainability meet to create your new favorites. Head to rothys.com slash upside today. Callie and Jeff. Man, first of all, happy new year. So grateful for both of you and little Miss Ellie. The effort and energy you guys put into your show is amazing. This is Garrett from Virginia. Man, I love listening to your guys' shows and appreciate it. Was just listening to episode 454 about the can opener. That dad deserves a Nobel Peace Prize. He is teaching that young girl how to be effective and efficient. Just an amazing, amazing teachable lesson. And none of us will ever know the experience she had of being able to be accomplished. What a great lesson. That dad is a a great dad. Appreciate you guys. Bye. Hey, Callie. It's Robin. I am paused today's episode. You're talking about Ellie and how she would get so tired when feeding and then you changed her bottle and all of a sudden she's like sucking it down. And I just wanted to let you know, I agree with Jeff the other day when he said your word for this year should be grace. I can guarantee you that almost every one of your listeners who has kids went through a very similar experience with their first child. So I think you should give yourself some grace and realize that there's a learning curve and you're doing great. So be thankful for what you've accomplished and stop focusing on little mistakes or little things that you don't know about that you're having to learn because everybody goes through it. So just wanted to let you know that. Bye. Hi, Callie and Jeff. It's Maggie. Um, I had to call you guys about the Yelp conversation and the Amazon review conversation. So my parents went to restaurants. When I served there for four years, people were ruthless on Yelp. Like, I served a group of eight women, and they didn't like me, and so they went on and said, oh, she's, she's catty, the food is awful, the drinks are terrible, et cetera, et cetera. We've had so many vengeance reviews left on Yelp, so I agree with you guys, don't trust Yelp, only trust Amazon, because people aren't, like, vengeance on Amazon. It's not like 
you know, they got their share. Customer service is good on Amazon. I think it just has to go with customer service for restaurants and people being oops. When I say life doesn't happen to you, it happens for you, I really don't know if that's true. <laughs> I'm just making a conscious choice to perceive challenges as something beneficial so that I can deal with them in the most productive way.